Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Monday, we started the show with a, a Supreme Court Cali with a ruling about telling someone that they made a typo on a job application whose description said detail-oriented. They included the word and twice mm-hmm. in their in the opening paragraph, like the cover letter or whatever. And the ruling was to not tell them. And I think the court got it wrong. Oh, okay. Well, we definitely had like a divided, I, it was 50-50 in my Instagram messages yesterday. Like people feel very strongly and very passionately either one way or another, because I did have, and here's the thing on, on this one, usually I hold firm in my decisions. Now on this one, I can see, because what I didn't think about is if someone doesn't have someone else to proofread it, or they really need the job or what have you. Because the ruling was, if you're applying for a job that says detail oriented, you have a hundred people proofread that before you send it in. And we had so many people point out, like, in the spirit of grace and being caught, what if somebody just did it quickly? Like, they were inspired. They saw Mm -hmm. the ad and they're like, I need to make a job change. They're inspired and they did it quickly and nobody looked it over. Or what if somebody doesn't have someone who can look it over? What if their family wouldn't approve of a job change or most of their friends are connected to their employer? Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Oh man, that's a good point. We didn't even think of. That is a good point. The other half of people in my DMs are saying, absolutely not. Like, no. And people were also saying because it was a job posting and it wasn't someone emailing you directly, um, that you should just like move on. Like if you're getting a hundred applicants, you don't respond to everybody. You don't, you just glaze over it and move on with your day. Um, and you know, I think I've actually been the other person where I've had a mistake in my resume and I've gotten like, definitely gotten, um, you know, not called back or totally ignored. I actually get ignored every day and a bunch of stuff. So, I know how that feels. It does not feel great. Um, So I can see both ways. Definitely a house divided. But this is like the most controversial Supreme Court Cali we've ever had. I will say that I did go back in to look at that person's post Mm -hmm. and their response. And it's been corrected. So either they listened to the show and they heard us talking about it. Like, oh, gosh, was it me? Mm -hmm. Or... They just caught it after the fact and they've updated it because it's all digital now. Yeah. So it's not oh, that's an, nice. Yeah. It's not an actual paper resume. It's a digital resume. You click on it. So they've updated the file and they removed it. So so whether it's them listening to the show or whether they caught it or somebody was proofing it for them, mm-hmm. it's been fixed. So so the good thing is it's out of the court's hands. It's out of the court's hands. Also, you know what the court would like to decide on next? Not decide on, I'm just deciding it right now. The court would like to say no more cover letters ever. Nobody ever has to write a a cover letter. 
I hate writing those things and they're so hard and they always sound like I can't write one and have it sound genuine. Yeah. It always sounds like, wow, this feels like not me at all. Like this is not pure representative of my personality. And every single time I've had to type one, I must have applied for like 50 jobs. My first, my first real job out of college. And I cannot every single like keystroke. I was like, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is horrible. This is. You know what you should use for cover letters going forward? You should just pick your favorite recipe and just retype the story that goes along with that recipe. I should. So it should just say, dear hiring person. My family was born on a farm in the 1800s. This was where they discovered the joy of macaroni and cheese. If somebody wrote me a cover letter, like I don't, I don't, I'm not in really like a position where I'm hiring all the time, but I know a lot of you listening are recruiters because that's who we got a lot of messages from. If someone wrote me a like spoof casual cover letter, I would totally hire them. Just Get based your on person. Oh, for sure. Would that cause you to overlook the double and? Yeah. Yeah, probably. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for a delicious egg sandwich. Oh, you do make a good egg sandwich. Like, yeah, would you like to tell everyone your breakfast sandwich? Because it really is so good. Yeah, the trick with the with a breakfast sandwich is um, you do egg, bacon, and cheese. That's mine, bacon, egg, and cheese. But you can do sausage. You can do whatever. You do bacon, egg, and cheese. Then um, you do just a tiny little bit of, of mayo on the bread of choice. Not a lot. Like a tiny, like the thinnest schmear of just mayo. Just like a hint. Yeah, just a tiny little bit of mayo. And then here's the key. And this is people are like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm telling you, it'll change your game. It'll change the game for you. Raspberry jelly. A little bit of raspberry jelly right over the mayo. Not, you do more, you do more raspberry jelly than you would, than mayo but not as much as you would put on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it's a game changer. And don't you melt the cheese a certain way to get the bread to not be super hard or something? Um, well, if you really want, if you really, really want to um, do a, a really perfect egg sandwich, um, you only toast half of the bread which means you either have to, you put two slices into one slot of the toaster if they'll fit. Um, or some toasters have a bagel setting, which only heats up one side, I think. Oh. But you you put the, the soft side of the bread toward the sandwich, and so the crunch of the toast is only on the outside. Hmm. But, Next level. Yep. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Snuggles from Ellie James Dollar. Ellie, two nights ago, was for whatever reason on Monday, she was in a super cuddly mood and Monday night I'm giving her her bottle upstairs in her room and she just perfectly snuggled up to me and started to fall asleep. And I'm not kidding you. I was 
bawling. I mean, it was so sweet. And then I started thinking about how she's about to be one and it's already been a year and how time is rude. And I had a moment, but it was the sweetest. I will never forget that. She did that to me the other day. We, she was out late, wasn't she? And she was so tired. And when I pulled her out of her car seat to walk her inside, she just buried her head in my neck and like, Fell asleep. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. That's a good Ellie memory. Yesterday, and I, I'm saying this now on the record so that in 48 hours, when I'm complaining about things hurting or I'm wondering where bruises came from, I was yesterday walking up the stairs with Ellie and I slipped. And I turn and I fell forward. And because I was holding Ellie, I think the natural instinct obviously is to protect the baby. So I turned to the side and I'm telling you, I only fell two feet. Like it was like, it wasn't like I didn't go crashing down. Like Ellie didn't even cry. I think she laughed. I think she thought it was funny. Um, but I landed on my, I used my elbow to block the fall and I, Kid you not, I I felt my entire body getting sore over the next hour. And I'm thinking, this is what, this is the stuff that old people used to talk about. This is the stuff, these are the aches and pains that just come from doing a tiny little thing, like slipping up one step on the stairs and, yeah. and hitting your elbow. I, I literally, over the next hour after it happened, I'm like, Oh, now that hurts. Oh, now that hurts. And I can promise you that a day or two from right now, I'm going to be moaning and complaining. It's a series of things that happen when you get older. If you're in your 20s, listen up because people say this and then you're like, oh, no, that'll never happen to me. I'm young. And then it does. So like the first thing that happens that stops you in your tracks is when you're like 28-ish, maybe a little, yeah, 27, 28, you stop being able to drink whatever you want the night before and then be a functioning adult the next day that happens sometime after college. So that's like the first sign. I remember, I remember that happening for the first time and being like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting old. And the, the evidence of that or the way that manifests itself is you'll catch yourself turning down sugary drinks because you know they'll make your hangover worse. Like, I don't need this sugar. You also learn tricks on how to management because I can't remember a time in my 20s where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pop two Tylenol before I go to bed and then whatever. Like, that's a trick you learn in your mid-30s like that or early 30s. Like, that is a trick. Then as you get into your 30s. And don't, and just for the record, Tylenol and alcohol are bad. Oh, sorry. What is it? Aleve. A leave. Take two a leave or even just regular aspirin and go to bed. With it's big, really bad that I don't even know that. I just know the blue bottle. Yeah. Jeff keeps it on the kitchen. With, with a big, with the biggest water that you can drink down. Or like that, a liquid IV or something. You just yes, chug it. Yep. Yes. That will save you. So that's what you learn in your early 30s. Then as you move through your 30s, you realize that when you do things like you simply trip or, you know, I, you know, tripped at work. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Remember? And then I was sore for like three days. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't move my neck. Oh, that's right. I made fun of you for that. So that's why it happened to me. Mm -hmm. Because I made fun of you. It's karma. Anyway, so if you're in your 20s, that's what's going to happen. And And you can try to avoid it. But, you know, life says otherwise. And the other one, the thing that 
that happened that I was like, wow, everybody was right. I had a friend of mine tell me about eyesight because I think <laughs> my next prescription is probably going to have to be the, um, I think they're called progressive lenses where they used to be called bifocals mm-hmm. where you'd have like a line right down the middle, but now they're like, all I can think of my head is Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. like, so, um, but oh, I will have to get, if I don't get them at the next appointment, it will be the one after that. Cause I, I deflected the last appointment. I'm like, yeah, I don't need them yet, but it's odd because I had a friend of mine. Now Jeff's me, putting his his regular glasses on top of his head to read. To read. I had a friend of mine tell me uh, it happens like a switch. And like you your, just can't see. Like your vision just happens. Like it just happens. Like all of a sudden you just can't either Do see. Do you just, think maybe you tripped because you can't see? <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> no, comes together now. I'm putting the finishing touches on our gratitude journal for this year, and we are giving it a little bit of a facelift. And we're also adding quotes about gratitude from the show. And those are going to be in the gratitude journal. So I, I mean, I don't know why I felt like I could tackle all of this, but I volunteered myself to pull gratitude quotes from our shows. Now we have done, Jeff, how many shows? (laughs) Um, almost 700. The good, there's good news and bad news. The bad news is it took me forever. The good news is it is not that hard to find gratitude in most of our episodes. So are you doing, um, 365? Oh, absolutely not. I was just saying that's intense. No, that is intense. I think our artist asked for like 12 to 15 or something like that. So it's like every other page, there's a quote. She sprinkles in it. Got it. Yeah. So pretty much every other page. How'd you get that? There's 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. Every fourth page is what I'm at. Okay. I don't know. I don't even really do math in that. Yeah. Um, And I'm sorry to my math math teacher. teacher. She listens. Miss Sassadu, I'm sorry. Every time I say that on here, she's like, what do you mean you don't do math? How many hours did we spend doing math together? I'm like, that is true. Anyway. I was looking and through different things that we've said about gratitude. And I have to give us like a little bit of credit here. I am very impressed and reinvigorated about gratitude when I read back and listen to the shows, the 700 shows that we have done. Okay. So I pulled some quotes that I thought you would be like, yeah, cool. I like that. And I'm going to share them with you. All right. All the way back. To episode 14. Gratitude can be hard to understand until you see the impact it has on your, on your life when you practice every day. True statement. True statement and really cool because I feel like starting it is the hardest part. And I actually had someone DM me last week and say, okay, so I've been in a super sour mood for like a month now. And I realized that I hadn't been doing daily gratitude. And within a week of me getting back into it, Things were better. That happened like, to us, didn't it? Uh-huh. Where we were both like, why are we being salty? And then we just realized that we had both fallen off the gratitude journal thing. Yes. So how um, about, here's a quote for you. Gratitude will fix your attitude Do you want me to put that in the gratitude journal? Yeah. <laughs> Writing it down. Gratitude. You know, it's like an extension of the attitude of gratitude. It's gratitude will fix your attitude <laughs> 
That was so funny. Okay. I in my last radio show, we had a regular segment that was I talking about gratitude. That drove me nuts. What? The name of it. Hashtag blessed. Oh no. I liked the one before it, Gratitude Fresh and Fruity. Yeah, that's the one I didn't like. I love that. Because it was so I was like, hey, let's, you know, and it was like a gratitude thing. And I was the only one. <laughs> like you were on the same side. And then they were like, hashtag blessed. I'm like, okay. Uh, being grateful for your own strengths is a powerful step towards self-love. So if you're feeling particularly bad about yourself, I think thinking about gifts that you have makes you forget the void for even for a second of what you don't have. Oh, I have one. That you like about yourself? No, 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 no. Oh, I would say, why am I not surprised? A quote for the journal. Okay. What's your other quote? It's um, it's a little political, but I think we can get away with it. Thanks, not tanks. So it's kind of like an anti-war message. What? Thanks. It's the gratitude component. Not tanks. Wow. Yep. Wow, that's um, that's something. Do you uh, you didn't write that? Uh, no, <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't. I didn't write that. Uh, you can wake up in the morning, cry your eyes out, be scared of what the future is going to bring, be concerned for your friends and family, and still be grateful you have a toothbrush. You said that actually. It's true. Yep. You're you're not as into this as I am. I was so excited about this. Well, no. If I'm being honest, I'm trying to think of my next silly little rhyme one. Oh, so you're not paying attention. So that's really what the problem is. It's, <laughs> um, and that one I like because that one you actually said at the beginning of the pandemic. And you're like, I know things are really scary and it can seem like a weird time to reach for gratitude. But you can be angry and upset about everything in the world. But there's still things that you can be grateful for. Um, yeah. Are you... Still, are you going to listen to the last one or yeah, should I no, just like not ahead. even waste my time? No, go ahead. Okay. How about this? Here's one though. You okay. Write this one? Okay. Yeah. I knew this was coming. <laughs> it's a good date because it's a calendar. Uh huh. It's a good date to appreciate. Right. You're proud of yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, anyway, I had fun looking down the memory lane. You did not enjoy it as much, but I I'm did. glad it inspired your gratitude, creativity, and your, you know, attitude of gratitude or whatever you <laughs> said. Oh, my God. I just laughed and my a weird spot on my shoulder hurt. Um, all right. Remember a few. Did you have one more? Did I cut you off? You said you were going to. Yeah. Pull. No, you know, I have a bunch more, but I think the segment is done for today. <laughs> I think that kind of fizzled. Very it quickly. didn't fizzle. <laughs> Will you bring up more to, like later? Yeah, okay, I have more. Okay, I have okay. a bunch more. I feel bad. Um, remember the game that we played uh, a couple weeks ago? I, th- I think the official name of it is Google Feud, where I will give you the first few words of the Google search, and you know how Google will autocomplete. Yeah, I got to be honest. Did we do this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I can't. Add this to the list of things that I cannot remember we've done. So, well, the thing is that we, we can do it. It doesn't matter if you remember the last time or not because I have a whole new search. Okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. these are the words that popped up. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I was searching for because it, it came up on the list. But uh, I was intrigued when I typed in the search box, is it too early? 
So I have, in the spirit of Family Feud, I have nine answers on the board. Nine answers. Okay. Is it too early to? In the next minute, start spitting them out, and I'll tell you how many are on the list. Is it too early? To tell if I'm pregnant. Oh, actually, stand by. I'm going to tell you what mine was. Okay, and I'm not pregnant, by the way. I feel like I should say that. This is yeah. not like a guessing game pregnancy announcement thing. I'm not. Um, it Continue. is. That is on the list. One, two, three, four. It's the fifth one that came up. Is it too early to take a pregnancy test? Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I was searching for, is it too early to carve a pumpkin? Oh. Yeah. Not at Is it? Not at Is it? Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. But there's all these weird tricks and stuff like. Soaking it in bleach water and like you know, I've heard that before, but that helps keep it around for like are we talking days more or like do you soak your no, you could you could soak it in bleach now and like I think still have it. When is the recommended time to if you want it to last to Halloween? Um, less than 10 days. That's fast, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, or else then it starts to get all sunken face, you know, it all kind of collapses in on itself, just nasty. But anyhow, uh, okay, so uh, you've got one of nine. Is it too early? What else? Is it too early to call someone? No, not on the list. I just transported myself back to 1992 for that one. Is it too early? This is so, I feel like this is so easy. Oh my gosh, I'm having the hardest time with this. I was going to say, is it too early to call someone on the West Coast? Is it? um, Is it too early? I'll just give you these answers because you're freezing up. Is it too early to decorate for fall? That's the number one answer hmm. that came up. Um, Is it too early to get your flu shot? Oh, okay. Timely. That, that That was the second one that came up. And apparently it's not. You can get your flu shot. Yeah, I already now. got mine. I got mine. Have you gotten yours yet? Uh-uh. I got mine like a month ago. You get yours at work. I got to go to a supermarket, which always weirds me out. Why do you go to to a supermarket then? Why do you go to the grocery store? You could just go to like a, gro- a drug store. Does that feel any less weird? Or uh, Yeah, that would feel less weird. But last year I got it at a <gasps> or- grocery store and it's just weird to get a flu shot in the same place where you can buy like ham. Uh, also on the list, is it too early to decorate for Halloween? Is it too early to say I love you? Oh, that's a good one. And Rookie the, mistake. I should have gotten that one. And then there's a bunch of them uh, relate, <laughs> related to gardening. <laughs> Who Googles that? Like, like, is it too early to say I love you? Like, constitute or like, what would be early? Um, first date. Is it too early to plant pansies? Is it too early to buy mums? Is it too early for mums? I guess those are seasonal plants. And then the last one on the list is, is it too early to test for COVID? Um, all right. Oh, that's another one I should have got. I, that was not my my game. You know, here at The Upside, we are huge proponents and big fans of mental health and therapy. And with BetterHelp, if you have never experienced therapy before, you can get started with online therapy sessions. You can do those video phone, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. You don't even have to see them in person if you don't want to. You can just talk on the phone. This is great if you're intimidated by the thought of staring at somebody while you tell them your deepest, darkest secrets. You don't have to. A therapist is going to get you to understand why you are the way you are and why you react the way you react. Once you understand that, you can start to change. And you can do that 
in the next day or two. BetterHelp offers appointments within 48 hours of your first contact with them. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might learn. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners are going to get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Upside. In the summer months, it's pretty easy for me to know when I'm dehydrated because it's super hot outside and you can feel your body craving hydration, right? In cooler temperatures, it's easier to miss signs of hydration like overheating or perspiration. So it's extra important to be mindful of how much water we're putting into our bodies. If you're someone who struggles with drinking a lot of water during the day, liquid IV can help. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. I notice when I drink water first thing in the morning, it really helps to clear my brain fog. And my favorite flavor of liquid IV is lemon lime. It is super easy to quickly suck down because it tastes so good. And I never realize how fast I'm drinking it because I love it so much. If you're someone who struggles with your water intake, this is going to be a game changer for you. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks, has no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. Grab your favorite Liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. There really is something magical about what I call floor time with Ellie. It's when I get down on the floor, we pull some of our toys out of our toy basket, and I just connect with her one-on-one, and we play with whatever it is. And it's never too early to start doing that with your child. So if you've got a baby in your life, or if you know someone who has a baby on their way, head over to KiwiCo.com and check out the crates that will get delivered right to your house for kids of all ages, including babies. These are super cool science and art and geography projects delivered right to your door. Now, I know what you're thinking. What in the world can a tiny little baby learn? Well, there's a lot just using their hands and moving things around. And it's so easy because KiwiCo has done the research. They've worked with educators and scientists to come up with stuff that are going to engage and teach kids. You don't even have to think about it. Just get the mail. And right now you can scare up some Halloween fun with KiwiCo, redefining learning with play, exploring hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. And right now, 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line. But you got to use the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com when you check out. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. The promo code is UPSIDE. K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Code UPSIDE. Today's quote of the day is, Every great dream begins with a dreamer. 
Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Today's uh, first random thing is going to be a warning if you work in a professional environment. So if you, uh, if the guys at your workplace wear neckties and uh, have fancy, you know, and people have, the bosses have fancy nameplates on their desk, here's a warning for you. This warning is not for Jeff Dollar, who has not put on pants in two right. years. Right. Um, do not put emojis in a business email. Emojis in business emails does not make the sender look like a warmer, friendlier person. They're speaking specifically about the smiley face emoji. But oh. I think the smiley face emoji is really condescending, personally. Uh, condescending? What do you mean? Because people don't put that unless they're, like, asking you for something that they feel bad about. Like, hey, next, or to soften the blow of something. So can I have like, next, hey, Thursday next time, can you, um, can you make sure that you do this the right way? Thanks. Smiley face. I did. And I don't think there's a lot of emojis. Some of the facial expression ones work, but emojis have kind of lost their luster. Like remember when LOL meant stuff was really funny, but then you had to start writing. I'm seriously laughing out loud. Mm -hmm. You know, emojis have gone that way, right? I don't think so. Oh, do you think they're still good? Yeah, I like emojis. Uh, well, anyways, according to this research journal, uh, do not put smiling emojis in your email because they will not make you seem kinder and warmer. What does that have to do with anything about working at, like, working at an office with nameplates? Oh, just like in a corporate environment. Like you, I you were trying to paint a picture. Yeah, I think it's probably different for if if you're. You know, if it's like a restaurant. Yeah. Then it is like a bank. Yeah. So, uh, okay. My second random thing is uh, if you're bored, whip out your quarters and look for the 2005 Kansas State Quarter. Grab a magnifying glass and see if it says, in God we rust. There's no T. It just says, in God we rust. If you have that quarter, it's actually worth $100. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, and then my third random thing is if you struggle with falling asleep and you want to try something new, get some romaine lettuce, chop up about two cups of it and put it in a pitcher, pour hot boiling water over it and let it steep for 10 minutes, strain the lettuce out of it, and then drink the lettuce tea, once it's cold enough. That sounds enough. disgusting. Uh, well, there's a chemical in romaine lettuce that actually helps you fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So uh, it might be worth a try. You Why know? don't you just eat a salad? Maybe you could do that as well, but then you'll be all <laughs> full and salad bloaty. Mm. So I don't think salad bloats you, but. Oh, salad totally bloats you. Mm, what salad are you eating? <laughs> you don't get bloated after salads and veggies and stuff? No, I think that's probably the other stuff that you were eating. Oh. Jeff's like, it definitely was not the pizza. It was the salad. No, <laughs> I think like, I think you're in the minority. I think vegetables and I think, yeah, they, they get the, they, they increase the airflow down there. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 
Sure. Those are my three random things. Jeff had written on the schedule squid game and he had it as like a tiny little topic, but I was like, okay, Jeff, I feel like that warrants a bigger conversation. And he's like, well, I don't even really know what it is. What do you know about the squid game? What did you want to talk about? about I just want to know what it is. Cause all of a sudden it's all anything. It's all anybody is talking about on social media. Like, Squid Game, like oh, I wasn't ready for it, and oh, I can't memes of people crying, and and oh, this is episode X of Squid Game was so blah, and I couldn't even tell you. I have zero. I know I zero read, about it. I went and watched a couple of previews because I read somewhere I cannot remember where yesterday that Squid Game may be the biggest Netflix show of all time. It, okay, so it's a series. I think it's a series. It's at least a series of episodes. So it's not a movie. Okay. Oh, maybe it is a movie. Oh, I no, don't know. no, 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 no. I, I thought it was a series. Okay. I thought you researched it. I didn't research it. I, by research, I mean, I went to watch the previews for it yeah. to see what everyone was talking about so I could fit in. Okay. Um. So here's what it looks like to me. I don't know the why behind it, but there are all these people that are going through a series of games and they're all wearing like the same track suits. So to me, I'm oh, like, I love oh, it already. This gives me, yeah, track suits. I love a good track. This suit. gives me like a little bit of culty vibes. They all have a number yeah. on their shirt, right? They have to do different games and they are seemingly simple games. Like the first one in the trailer is like red light, green light. Like when it's green light, you run and when it's red light, you stop, right? Well, they show, and if you have kids, don't listen to the next five minutes of the show, but they show people playing red light, green light. And then wait, when, is it awful? Yeah. Do you die if you don't win? Yeah. They shoot you oh. from like a um, character that looks like a giant doll. I mean, it is everything that I don't like about horror movies that makes my anxiety like crawl up my chest into my throat. So what's the storyline? Is, is there like a love story? Like are there two people I trying to win like the game? I think it's like survival of who can beat this game. Like I, in my opinion, when I, and I saw three different trailers for it, they all looked like the game of Saw, but like a lot cleaner. And like not like they try to package it as like pretty or nice. It was like very like Disney goes horror movie. And so it, it is so creepy and awful. I will not watch it. So I flat it, out refuse. It's not like a fun little on Friday night. Hey, let's make homemade cookies and um, have an early dinner with Ellie and put on Squid Game. Oh my gosh. No, it's okay. awful. It's like people with a stopwatch counting clock and they're trying to do these tasks. And if not, there's someone standing above them in a suit so you can't see their face with a gun. Huh. Okay. Which, I mean, I can feel, can you feel but, your heart beating out of your chest already? How horrible. No, but I don't get as freaked out by horror movies as you do. But I know you don't, you don't like them at all. I, okay, so there has to be more to it than that because I've seen people posting about how certain episodes have made them cry and they couldn't believe. So, But cry in fear. No, no, no. Like, I believe that there's got to be like a main character that we're rooting for throughout it. It just might be graphic. Okay, how about this? Here is what insider.com says. Okay. 
It involves four. I feel like you would like this show. It involves 456 people who are deeply in debt and have been chosen to compete to win 45.6 million won, like uh, which is $38 million yep. by playing deadly versions of traditional children's games. Oh, Jeez, that's horrific. Isn't that awful? <laughs> that's the worst. But that's- all of these people are calling it hyper violent. Um, it's the like- dystopian hit no one wanted until we all did. Like, yeah. I I am going to say absolutely not because that will terrify me and mixing any sort of children's things with like evil things. Yeah. It's like it sounds like American Horror Story to me. I can't do it. That's a, that right there is the recipe for creating something awful is to like have like children's music, like music box music or have a clown with slightly messed up makeup or now children's games. Like stop taking stuff from the kids. Stop taking stuff from the kids. Apparently it is Korean. What about a horror movie? Because I was just thinking about games, like typical games. What about a horror movie that's based on NBC's The Voice, but the chair spins around if they don't like you, and Kelly Clarkson has like a crossbow? (laughs) So the chair spins around, and and instead of being excited that it spun around, you're terrified, and then she just starts firing off flaming arrows at you. And you're running off the stage. It's like Casey and Blake Shelton are like... Yeah, I think I'm good on like anything where the surprise is death. Like I'm I'm good. I don't need a competitive death show. But thank you. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. On Monday, Instagram goes down for hours. People are losing their minds. And and then it comes back and everybody's like, oh, I really enjoyed the break. Oh, it was so, so awesome having a pause on Instagram and Facebook. I might be the only person on the planet who was legitimately sad that it was gone. I realized, here's what I realized in the whole mess, because did I miss it? Meh. What I realized, though, is I mindlessly scroll slash refresh my social social media maybe every 30 minutes during the day. Like, it's a, it's a, it's something well, that I mindlessly do. Yeah. It's like when you have a dead cell phone and yes. you go to, you don't realize how much you look at your phone yep. until you can't look at it. It's weird. I see that that doesn't bother me. Like I, it might be because I'm aware of that. That's the whole reason I'm going to be shutting the phone off, you know, during the workday for mm-hmm. a big chunk of time and stuff. For me, I actually got get really kind of sad at the thought. Like if those went away, I like seeing. I mean, there are people that I would consider friends that I only know from social media. And I like seeing their dumb day-to-day pictures. You're like, like, what's my friend doing? I feel like I don't know what anyone's doing. And I get excited. Like, I can think of a bunch of things recently. Like, a lot of them right now are travel because people are starting to travel again. So, like, we have friends who are in Italy right now. Yeah. I'm looking at her pictures and and the beautiful hotel that they stayed in. And they're going out to these this pizza, pasta, this pasta cooking mm-hmm. class. Your sister and her fiancé 
They got engaged. They were in Portugal and France. Those pictures were great. Um, just, I don't know, people going to concerts again. I would have been really sad if it went away. And and I had that thought. And then I, I kind of felt, I don't know, I felt like I was the only one. Like, I get it. I understand that social media. Does it kind of make you want to um, rekindle friendships in real life? No, just <laughs> digital is fine. But it just, I, I don't know. I just, um, I get, the, I know there's a ton of negativity about it and, and there's just a lot of negative stuff, but there also are really, the really simple things are also really nice. And I would have missed that if it went away. Jeff, you're talking about when you um, used to be kind of salty on the Burt Show. And I just had a flashback. Do you remember that time? Some caller called in and she was telling this insane story. And you, the entire time through it, you didn't believe it one bit. And you were kind of being a jerk. But And everyone was like, why are you being such a jerk? And I think this went on for like two days. I think she called back the next day. And you were just like, I'm calling bull. There's no way this is true. And then you go, hey, caller, how old are you? And she like, I think she said like 33. And you go, what year were you born? And she goes, I, I don't keep track of my age. And I think Wendy, like, literally gasped and was like, oh. and then everyone realized you were right the entire time. She was a caller calling, making up a crazy story. Words are hard this morning. Um, but uh, that was my flashback and I had to share. All right, bye. I was online shopping last weekend looking for a new pair of flats for work. And specifically that beautiful camel color that I'm seeing everywhere right now. And I was really excited to see that for the third year in a row, Rothy's launched a fall collection of merino wool styles. And seriously, nothing says fall like soft plush merino wool. I fell in love with a gorgeous pair of merino loafers. They are incredibly cute and they are machine washable. I never wear socks with my flats and my constant gripe before before I became a Rothy's customer was that I had to retire my flats after like one season, maybe two of wearing them because they started to smell, they fell apart. And with Rothy's, I have never had this issue because all of Rothy's shoes and bags are machine washable. When my shoes are ready for a refresh, I throw them in the washer on a cold, delicate cycle. I let them air dry and they're seriously like brand new shoes. When I buy a pair of Rothy's, I know I'm investing in a quality pair of shoes that can keep up with my lifestyle. To help you welcome fall this season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That is right. They gave us the chance to share the super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. Okay, so on the topic of the upside, I just had to share with all my fellow upsiders that if you need a show to watch, you must watch Ted Lasso on Apple Plus. It is worth the four ninety nine subscription. You can cancel it once you finish it. Um, it was just, it's so good. I'm not finished with it, but at least the first season, it just is uplifting, and it's not like a heavy show, but it's so well made. Um, it's hilarious, and it just makes you happy. So, Ted Lasso, 
Apple Play. Watch it. You won't regret it. Hey, friends. Um, I just wanted to call and tell y'all that um, I have followed y'all from the beginning with your podcast, and I love it so much. I will say that I don't listen on the reg as much as I would like to anymore. However, if I have any kind of, like, downtime, I'm getting ready, or, like, I have to drive in the car, I always listen to y'all. But something I wanted to tell you was right now it is 8.23. Well, I was 7 o'clock 4, so it's actually 8.21. And something I do when I'm in my house by myself because I live alone and single is listen to you guys so I don't feel alone, really. Um, So I just went to go put on y'all's podcast so I could, like, walk around my house and kind of, like, clean up, do my dishes, whatever. But hearing y'all's voices um, in the background just makes me feel like I'm hanging out with y'all versus, like, sitting in silence. So just thought I would let you know um, I love y'all so much. And, uh, yeah, you're the best. Bye. Hey, friends, I just called y'all a couple minutes ago, and then, of course, I uh, meandered on to listening to the show. However, um, what I wanted to tell y'all was Jeff's October Lucian's, um, where he said that he wanted to drink a glass of water before he put anything else into his body for the day. I have been doing that every day because, Jeff, you said it. So uh, I may have had a taco for breakfast, but before I ate my taco, I had a whole bottle of water before I ate my taco. So thank you, guys. Love you. You kind of tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees. As opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective.